Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze There's a bar in far Bombay Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away Dude, when I get this shit, I'm gonna do some fucking YouTube videos for sure Are you? I'm gonna try my hand at editing I'm a, Okay, cool I want to try to get Do more into YouTube too. analysis, review stuff, yeah. editing. I think so. Because sure. I can be long winded, but like I really need the visuals to help me like not be so fucking boring. <laughs> I think this is Ryan's a video the essayist. I know. I love that shit. I love visual essays. Here's the thing I'm going to miss the most is the, we won't be able to do these live drop ins anymore. Uh, well, look, they'll kind of be to a degree. I guess we could. Yeah. It'll, it'll just be over air, which will either be better. Here's the thing. I think either you won't notice a difference or it's going to improve because okay. I am an awkward person by nature. Sure. And you and me and doing I'm it a naughty person by I, nature. Is that right? Are you naughty, naughty, by, by, naughty nature? by nature? <laughs> Shit, man. That's a reference. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're cool. <laughs> But I am not cool. So, like, face-to-face, like, I have a lot of weird manic energy for sure. Sure. That I, like, I have but to... But that's... I am conscious of and I regulate as we do this shit. So, like, over air, it's going to be either easier because, like, I don't have to, like, look you in the eyes when I say my stupid fucking facts about <laughs> movies and shit. <laughs> I, that's the one thing I hope doesn't go away. That's what I love about this show. The weird manic energy? Yeah. That's yeah. what you love about the show? Yeah, man. It's, nah. It gives it an authenticity. I want that melatonin vibe that, like, most Aww. YouTube content has, where you can, like, you can watch and, like, sleep in, like, ten minutes. <laughs> and still absorb the yeah, knowledge. that's so where want, I want to be you at. Want ASMR. Yes, that's what I want. Experience <laughs> so, grind for 2020 ASMR is my goal. I guess we should say the reason we're talking about these changes coming. Um, yes. I was going to say, in have case, you announced this yet? I'm not, not on the channel. In case you haven't heard... If we're not personal friends, I, meaning Kyle, am uh, I'm moving away in like a few weeks. I got a new job opportunity. I'm moving like three states away, I think. Is it three states? Man, oh, why would you guess? Just say I'm moving to Kentucky, say the West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina. So three states away. I was right. That's four. Four. It's, well, it three is in between, state. but it'd be four yeah. states away. But yeah, I'm moving to North Carolina. Um, actually, mm-hmm. which, funnily enough, full circle is your home state, as we've it's mentioned. It's so weird how many this times. has all worked yeah. out. Yeah, it is got, very crazy. You just got back from there, right? What in Ouroboros? Yeah, I did get back from North Carolina. Or as I would say, in Aurora Borealis. It is. <laughs> what? What Aurora? a sight. <laughs> I would mean the snake eating itself, but I'd say, that's a real Aurora Borealis. <laughs> a real Michael Scott. And nobody thing. would collect, correct me until like two weeks later, somebody listening to the show would be like, uh, I think you meant Ouroboros. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm really bad about that. I don't correct people when they misspeak. I'm just like, all right, I get what you mean, whatever. Let it go. We'll go with well, it. Yeah, yeah, but if you if you get it, then why? That's why I agree. Why bring it's it? Because like, they're going to be more embarrassed if you bring yeah. it up. That's they're why like, I, I never call attention to it. Yeah, I'm so like, you, okay, cool. Might as well not. If you can understand it, yep. just let it slide. Yep, yep. But yeah, so. I like the way you think. We <laughs> are, uh, I am moving away in like just a few weeks now. Um, yes. That's also why we haven't had an episode in a couple weeks. And yes, I will be honest going forward just for a bit. It'll probably be a little touch and go till we get things ironed out. But that said, we do plan on continuing the show um, through the lovely support of our Patreon pledges. We have 
Already covered the expenses for Ryan's new equipment so that he can set up and record at his place. Mm-hmm. And that said, shameless plug to support us on Patreon so we can continue to adapt on things like this. Give us your sure. money. Just a dollar. That's that's my subtle pitch. I'm a terrible salesman. Yeah, I'm even worse. <laughs> because I'm actively like, don't, don't give us your, like, I, I can't say food, anything, feed your family. I'm like, not even a Patreon supporter. You're not. It's okay. I'm barely a regular supporter. Yeah. Of the podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's not lying. Boom. Boom roasted. No. <laughs> but I, other than I, that, I, this get is it. A, I get it. This is our special Valentine's Day episode. It is. It's slightly shifted. Recorded at the fabulous fondue restaurant in Indianapolis, Indiana. What's the name of it? The What's fondue place. The fondue place? Yeah. God, they really chintzied out on that name, huh? The fun dude place. The fun dude place. That's, that's what we make it now that we're here. <laughs> uh, we're just dipping in each other's. Never mind. Into each other's fondue. To each that? other's cheese sauce. Oh yeah. No good pun is coming to me. I'm really no, trying. I really, hard to come I really up with reached for all of that anyway. I know. Casey just wanted to talk about dude sauce. I did. Going on a dude cruise. <laughs> Well, I like what you're putting out. Let's fun do it. <laughs> we were supposed to, uh, we were supposed to talk about a Britney Spears a, movie, no, right? I appreciate it. Yeah, we were supposed to watch Crossroads, but we didn't. Be- well, the reason we were supposed to is because for the last two years on Valentine's Day, we've done a pop princess sort of mm-hmm. thing, and we plan to do Crossroads this year. And come to find out, day of recording, uh, you can't fucking rent that movie anywhere online, <laughs> which is a rarity. I yeah. feel like fu- everything is out there. Yeah, you can. F- I mean, we didn't try hard enough to look online. I guess in terms of like like a, just a stream, like somebody's like, "Hey, here's the whole uploaded movie to YouTube." I, it's one that I don't think but, people would fight if it is streaming somewhere illegally. Yeah, like, God, it w- yeah, like nobody's in a rush to copyright infringe. They want to get as many copies out there as possible. I'll be honest, I wasn't fighting hard for Crossroads. I know to you begin with. Uh, I kind of was. Just pe- <laughs> you know, it is dumb. I don't know why Britney is. It's Britney. Well, I do have a Britney thing now and she has kind of become a thing of the show she's judging us and we do always do like this pop princess thing but it didn't happen this year yeah it did not but i thought it'd be fun since none of us have ever seen crossroads if we kind of guess what crossroads is about (laughs) and then we'll talk about the movie that this episode's based on so to put it out there we all know now thanks to kyle that the basic summary of crossroads is that she is at a crossroads metaphorically in her life when it comes to losing her virginity well that and just like that's like and growing up yeah i'm not a girl i'm not Not yet a woman woman. that was a britney spears song too probably right about the time i believe it was written for crossroads that's fucking right she did she did a cover of i love rock and roll how on the fucking nose can you be Uh uh-huh I'm not a girl, Ugh. not yet a woman. It's like the literal crossroads. Yeah, man. I, the movie just beat you over the head with it. Although I I've already, never seen it. I I've already dislike this movie. I'm not seeing it yet. <laughs> I, I'm trying I mean, really hard to be positive. It's got Zoe Saldana in it. This blows my mind, and this makes me interested. Yeah. Is that Zoe Saldana She is plays in the here. token black friend. For sure. Which was everywhere in the 90s and uh-huh. arguably still. I always appreciated how Bring It On flipped out all that on its head. And they still had the token how black so? girls, but they were stealing the moves from them. They weren't their 
token friend. Ah, uh, I did not see Bring It On, so you've I don't never know. seen. Bring, Wait, you that's... would really like Bring It On. I really think so. It's Kirsten Dunst, and not uh, the best sell so far. I like Kirsten Dunst. Is it, I know is you still do, buddy. Good Kirsten Dunst. It's also. I don't know why, but I have seen that movie in theaters. I think I took you. <laughs> Maybe that's it was why. With Kyle. There yeah. you go. Because, that's why. So I like bringing on Connection because made. it was at the movie theater that I worked at, and I could see it for free. And I went as a joke, and then I fucking love the movie. And then I've tried to like. It's one of those like, oh, you got to see Bring It On. Okay, we're doing Bring It On now because you've never seen it. I'm down, and I do think you would like it because it's. An almost perfect satire. I, that's why I've heard it's like Mean Girls. It's really good. smart yes. and witty, it's and kind good. of satirizes the genre. It's of in. the cheerleaders yeah. and all the yeah. You would I that's think you actually really like it. Yeah, my only familiarity with Bring It On is the Be Cool uh, Dwayne Johnson speech that he does uh, when he meets the acting director. He's like, well, what do you have prepared? And he gives like oh, a monologue from Bring It Bring On. on. And yeah. like he fucking does really, really well with it. Yeah, it's, it's Dwayne Johnson. But this was before anybody knew he was good. This was like Scorpion King, Dwayne Johnson, back when like nobody me, believed sir, he in was him. always good. He was an amazing wrestler, which in turn makes yeah. him an amazing Yeah, guy. but not when, when he jumped to the no, Scorpion just, King, were you like, <laughs> hey, that's not man, his fault. I need that to was see C- this that guy. Was CG- that was mostly him. Man, he CG. did a whole Scorpion King movie. Which afterwards, later, he was that was also that. garbage. He, it was garbage, it was but that was a like... Cartoon. <laughs> Like, dude, there was no cartoonery. No. It was just the Dwayne, rock. The rock did a lot of garbage with a ponytail. He, he did. No, the he rock didn't. still does a lot of garbage. Yeah. Remember fucking skyscraper, like from two oh, years ago. Oh god, yeah, wait, that yeah. was a true story. And he had a fake leg. Yeah, in the that movie. really happened. He had a fake. Leg. It was way drama- dramatized. But did you did you see skyscraper? No. I watched okay. parts it, of and, it. And I was I was curious. I watched parts of it. It's bad, and it has Nev Campbell in it. And I still didn't watch it. Oh, you know how I am about Neff Campbell. That should never be a yeah. a, a selling factor just to go see a movie. That's though. the reason they put most of the people in movies. They put Tom that's Cruise true. in movies because people will go see Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, but uh, that's, there's Tom Cruise and, and then there's Neff Campbell. Mm, like, Tom Cruise at this point carries more than just Tom Cruise's name. It carries the, the promise of yeah, him doing it's stupid like shit on Chan. film. Yes. Yeah. It's more than that. It's not like, Pitt, the reason, oh, Katie Holmes in the movie. I need to see it because it's Katie Holmes. Nobody cares about Katie Holmes, but you put Brad That's Pitt in the That's why she's in The Boy 2, Brom Saga. Brom Saga? Have you seen this fucking trailer? No. The Boy... Do you remember that scary doll movie with Maggie oh, from Walking Dead? Oh, we did see this. Dead? We saw this together. This There's looks... a fucking sequel to yeah. this stupid fucking movie. The Boy 2. And Katie Holmes is in it. That's right. And it has some of the dumbest jump scare editing in any fucking movie. It's, it's the... It's regressive how bad it is. <laughs> Hollywood went back 10 years with this fucking trailer. Eh, just garbage horror. I think it's a Bloom House too, so. It is. Yeah, that's why. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. Casey, would you watch Crossroads? <laughs> um, The movie with Ralph Macchio. <laughs> you keep bringing this one up. Is the 2000... 2000- Two version a remake? Do you know? It's not a remake at all. Like Crossroads, the original movie was about like a a young guitar prodigy that yeah. like he sold his soul, his soul to, to the devil. devil at the crossroads at midnight. And then that's also yeah. from uh, it's a very famous. Blue but I don't story. think I don't think Britney sells her soul no. in this movie. It's so. also in the first Ghost Rider movie too. Oh yeah, it's, it's a very famous trope, like storytelling. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you I mean see it shows it up in No Brother Where Out Thou. 
Oh, Metalocalypse okay, okay. has yeah, a whole bit about it. There's a mm-hmm. there's a murder train coming. Yeah, it's it's easy go to iconography. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can say crossroads and immediately you're taken to symbolism. Like the the dirt road in the cornfield. Yeah. 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 This the movie, subtext is there. You don't have movie, to do I think, a lot. This kind of embraces that too. I'm I'm still talking about crossroads, not Yeah. Oh movie. yeah, this movie that we saw. But crossroads. I remember all the marketing is like fields and like Britney Spears is like a southern person and they really kind of ramped that up it in the It seemed movie. like a car trip across middle America because yeah. I do remember like you said just a bunch of fields like they're driving through fields sometimes they're walking and happy and then other times they're dealing with drama yeah yeah one of them uh, gets one of them gets captured and murdered and Oh, cool. Yeah, I've told this story before. Super cool. I'm into this now. I did kind of want to watch Crossroads because, again, I I did work at a movie theater. And there was this assistant manager that they brought on uh, like a year after I worked there who was. And this is not a judgment against her character, but this is just a fight. She was a giant lesbian. Okay. And. So At like sense, giant like uh, she was also very large. She was, she was a very she was six foot three. She was a very rotund Jean woman. Nelson and oh. was also very very obvious with her lesbianism. She was very out and proud, which again is fine. But that was also the time that Crossroads by Britney Spears came out. Yes, which was clearly an anti lesbian movie. No, but our theater had it, and this lady. Kept that movie four weeks after she was supposed to return it and made the theater take a massive fine for keeping it late just because she watched it every day in the theaters. Sounds like White Girls in Titanic. You know, I, yeah, I, but I nobody don't else get was it. going to this movie and she kept it and kept playing it and eventually the theater took a fine. I don't get it, but I would do that for certain shit movies that I enjoyed. She, so, I'm just saying, she really yeah, fucking loves. That's a, that's a weird one to focus in. Exactly. And on. Yeah. To take like, and I think it was a substantial like ten to fifteen thousand dollar fine. Right. Do you guys not have like a weird movie that you focus in on as a kid though? That yes. you look back and like that was so fucking dumb. I had like, two why of them. did I get so not attached to that one that movie. I would be super attached to that I would possibly want to like, do something like on the level like of that. Crossroads. You don't have something on the level of Crossroads. That no, you I definitely, really got I definitely do, but I mean, I just, I wouldn't keep them in a, like, and I that, wouldn't have pulled what that lady did. And obviously. that's what I'm saying, like, uh, as a kid, that's, that's acceptable. That's fair. As yeah. a 39-year-old woman, it's... Oh. See, yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm that saying. Like, she was exactly. a middle-aged okay. woman that yeah. was an assistant that's, manager. She's a grown-ass woman. Yeah, she was running this movie older, theater. Older than all of us. Yeah. Here, yes. Right, right now. now. Combined. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> We're 11. We are 11 on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the BoJack Horseman child, the three oh, children. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, Mr. Boyfriend, but that's not what it is. I love that, that guy. Um... Fuck, I was going to say something else. We were talking about Crossroads, the, we were, the cinematic experience we all watched and are now reviewing. Um, I really enjoyed the ups and downs of the friendship. Like, it was really yeah. just kind of mind-blowing oh, how happy they were. I remember. And then how sad they were. Yes. But then so, they resolved it. Movies that you loved as a kid. I, felt good. I had two. One of them was Total Recall. And I watched oh. that. Watched that movie all the time. Was it Rated because R. of the still three movies? movies? No, yeah. that's. Oh wait, I'm 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 sorry. It was Running Man. Not mm-hmm. it was another Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I loved Running Man. I I still like Running Man. Yeah, Running Man's amazing. But the other one 
was oh, yeah. the original Trimmers with Kevin Bacon. Oh, and I, I love that movie watching that with you. so much, I wore out my fucking tape and had to get another one bought for me for, like, my birthday or Christmas. That's great. Because, like, it yeah. ruined the tape. I watched it so much. I, I loved Trimmers as a kid. I enjoyed Trimmers, but it was Trimmers 2 that I watched really? all the time. Was that, what like, the movie, though, that I'm that was, describing? Yes. So that's cool that you also attracted to the Trimmers. For, for I, horror movies on TV, I the, like, any time that was on, and because I think, like, my parents really enjoyed it, too. Yeah. It was good. There are a lot of horror movies I like that they didn't, but, like, that was one everybody could watch, like Army of Darkness. Yeah, sure. I really liked Tremors, but it doesn't even hold a candle to Crossroads. <laughs> right? I mean, just the, right? the cinematic I wish, experience that... I wish I wish we could have fucking watched Crossroads now. We we, we, we did, did put in more effort than I've put into in a lot of movies recently. We did, we did watch it. No. What did you guys you think about, like, the commentary on heroin usage? <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, they... they were like do it in a safe spot zoe saldana should have got an oscar not just like marlon wayne's for his turn in requiem for a dream but because she's a black woman in hollywood they're like oh no we're gonna give it all to marlon wayne's uh i i have issues with what you just said mostly (laughs) for the fact that you assume marlon wayne's got awards he for got, anything other than Razzies. No, he got attention for Re- Requiem. Did he? Got I thought attention? it all went to the the lead actress Leto? who had the eating disorder in Leto. Oh, uh, who? Jennifer Conley. No, no, the one with the eating disorder with like the fridge that came to life. Oh, and, the like, mom. Yeah, her. Oh, she I can't did think too, of her name. She was a comedic actor up to that point. Yeah, yeah. Like she, her and Leto, I remember getting like huge. I don't remember anything about Wayans. Everybody, I remember positive things about Wayans because everybody's like, "Wow, Marlon Wayans can act." And then he proved no, them he all incorrect with "Don't be a menace." No, Don't and Be a Menace was well before Requiem. Quintuplets or sextuplets. But Little Man came out after that. Little Man, White Chicks. Yep, White Chicks was after. Why didn't we watch White Chicks? Naked. There's there's a movie just called Naked. Where he's naked where he's in an apartment hallway or something. That's it. That's Hollywood. That's the idea. That was the pitch. Naked. What's it about? Oh, I'm Naked. Oh, I'm naked. Boom! Netflix gave him money for that pitch. Yeah, did you see that Adam Sandler got another four-picture deal? I don't. I don't doubt it. People keep watching them. They do. People keep watching. You know what? People didn't watch uncut gems. This is why I want to fucking spike America in the ass. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Uncut gems is such a good fucking movie. Would you say it's an uncut gem? Just put it on streaming immediately, and then I'll watch it. It is out, actually, I, don't wanna, I think. I don't want to go to the theater. I don't like people. I, you know, I agree with that. Honestly, we, we need to stop it. doing, like, uh, this theatrical and, and digital separation. Yeah. Put them Release both them both at the same, same time, time. Let people choose. Yeah. We get yeah, man, rid I'll of the riffraff pay. who want to be there on their fucking phone. They're not going to go out to pay to see a movie in a theater. I guarantee you. Fucking make AMC have, like, an on, on-demand streaming service they could do that could, yeah they could literally pay like a monthly fee Wait, or something right, to so, watch movies well, all right that, that let's, let's say that super rich that they can do right theoretically now. yeah you can you, you can fucking pay for yes. the licensing of the you movies can. there's the a club one, that you can but join. It's, it's really expensive it's the like thirty thousand dollars a month the one yeah. percenters yeah and but it, it's like dude and i know they talk about like a lot of the people that are in this club for it 
Like mm-hmm. half of them don't. They watch like one of the movies a year. Yeah. yeah. But it's like thirty grand a month. That's and they just yeah. they're in it because it's prestige thing. Like oh yeah, yeah. I'm in the movie club. Are you? you think they give tickets away to people? No, no, they, they no, ship no. the movie to their fucking houses oh, for them to play in their own theaters. It's not but a place that yes. these people no. have to go to the, or because go, it's all digital now. They get sense. sent the yeah. files and they can. But do it's it at like the home. thirty fucking grand yeah. a month, well, and they just get a copy of yeah. the hard drive I, sent to their house and I they just, can play it. But I'm let's let's say for friends ten dollars ten dollars per person ticket at a theater to see a movie, or you can just pay. $15 opening month. night. No, no. Just opening night for whatever movie. Say Birds of Prey just came out. You want to see that movie? You can pay $15 streaming oh, right, right now, now to watch yeah. it. Same kind of setup Is where that- you have 24 hours to watch it and then a 48-hour watching period. But like big movie theater. But you pay 15 it. to 20 bucks. Because they got to get their money. <laughs> you get that money prey. right away up front. You pay a little bit more at home. Would you do it? Is that the new Angry Birds movie? <laughs> yes. Yes, Jason about, Sudeikis finally nailed it as Red Bird. They made two of those fucking movies, right? And I, I've heard the second one's fucking decent. Really? There were there were news articles that said Angry Birds two best reviewed video game movie on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's hilarious, but that's that not says setting something. the bar very high. It's not, but. Guys, I like Silent Hill. I, I thought the I first like the Silent first Hill one. was really good. Have you seen the second one? Yeah, it's not good. I fell asleep. Hey, and I, I John thought, Snow's in it. I thought Mario so Brothers movie should have gotten Bean. Academy Awards. Yeah, Huh? And I thought the Mario Brothers movie should have got Academy Awards. It didn't want I think for dinosaur effects. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those Goomba heads were actually pretty impressive. Those were terrible. Super horny See, <laughs> this is why like everybody's like, Kodorowski Dune's a great movie. Why'd they keep that uh, movie away from that artiste? Because that guy would have made Mario Brothers the movie. Probably. I think. Maybe. With Dune. But without Mario Brothers That's a Brothers deep cut the movie, reference. I'm you, sorry. I apologize. I take back. Nobody knows Kodorowski's do. Dune. <laughs> have you seen the movie? Super Super Mario Brothers no, or Hodorowsky's Dune? Dune? Yeah, it's oh. a fantastic documentary. It's a fucking awesome one. Me and Nathan went and saw that at the I IU would Auditorium. I would love awesome. to have seen what that person made, but I imagine it's batshit fucking stupid. Probably to a degree. I think Fincher did what the, the best he fucking could coming onto that. It wasn't Fincher. Was it Kubrick? It wasn't Kubrick. What was the artist? Mulholland Drive? Oh, Lynch! JJ, JJ it was Lynch, And it's right. the one movie he fucking hates that he had to do. That's why it's got Kyle McClanahan in it. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Because that was like his, his dude muse. And yeah. his, his female muse was the was Laura Palmer, and then it became uh, the chick from Jurassic Park. Dern? Yeah, Laura Dern. Jeff Goldblum. Interesting. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. God damn it, I love Casey on here just for the asides. He doesn't say anything for like 10 minutes out of nowhere. Jeff Goldblum? You forget I'm here. (laughs) I'm just sitting here putting water down my knuckles (laughs) and letting it fall down my... This is the chaos theory. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that? What? That's what he says in the movie when he drops the water. Was that Jeff Goldblum? No, that wasn't my Jeff Goldblum. That was my Casey (laughs) doing Jeff Goldblum. Wow, I didn't even do it. (laughs) I didn't need, you don't know my Jeff Goldblum. Dr. Goldblum. Some weird <laughs> man. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. He's got the best Jeff Goldblum impression out of all of us. I don't. I definitely give it, don't. Give it a try. 
Uh, I gotta go to Thor Ragnarok, I think, to get my Goldblum. Hold on, my, my just, Jeff Goldblum is just, just stutter a lot. It's a slightly muted Christopher uh, Walken, the Lord of Sparkles. Uh, that's what you, yours is too. It's just a muted Christopher Walken. That's what yeah, Jeff Goldblum that's all is. I can do. <laughs> uh, the chaos theory defines find enough, finding nothing. You see, it, the water never goes uh 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 mm. the, the same way twice. I think the uh uh uh, uh, uh is good because uh, uh, he does uh, that quite a bit. The uh 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 uh, 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 uh guys, let's let's go now now. Uh, fa- 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 let's go faster, now. Faster. The thing I really like about leather is uh, the touch, no. the sensations. That the, sounds like Jack Nicholas. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it Jack Nicholas' son? Not the golfer. <laughs> Jack Nicholas. I totally would have got that golf reference. Yeah, because Ryan loves all sports, especially golf. Golf's my favorite. Yeah, that's totally not a. I like to play huge waste of time. Play golf. I fucking hate watching golf. Who would like watching golf? Tons of old white dudes that I work with fucking love to watch golf. Is it because their eyes don't work and they can't keep track of fault? It's past, funny you like, say that, balls? but one of them, his eyes don't work. <laughs> That's it. It's one so the, slow. One of them actually got hit by a golf ball in the eye and lost his <laughs> As eye. As a kid. He's no, like hate watching. He got some sort of fungus when he was a kid. I will get like you one of these the, days, ball. The connection tissue between for one of his eyeballs and like he can, he's blind in one eye. Can't see out the other. Damn. Olden times. Yeah. Am I right? Right? They really did not have shit fixed. Those fucking poor people. I mean, even the gods had to just cover up their eye like Thor and Odin. He got, uh-huh, he got just a fresh like eye. That. <laughs> That's right, Casey. You know mythology. <laughs> I wanted to say history. I know metallurgy. Is that what you said? Uh, you I wish you did know metallurgy. I can make metals. Oh, yeah? No. <laughs> Casey. Sick improv. <laughs> you're, you're the best. Did you so learn I'm, from Mr. Show? <laughs> yeah, I actually, Steve Carell taught me himself. <laughs> He was never on Mr. Show. No, I'm, he was a great improv guy, though. Do you yeah. not know his start? Shut up. Continue to ask me what you were going to ask me. <laughs> what I love, too, is in the office, then, Steve Carell's <laughs> improv is literally the fucking worst. And I have to admit, that's got to be some sort of joke at Steve Carell's expense, because <sighs> he did do improv. There's not a lot that he's improv on the show. Anything that he's improv on the show has actually turned out to have been... No, but I'm talking like when he, as Michael you, Scott, you takes the, the improv character. classes. Oh, yes, yes, yes And he's yes. absolutely terrible with it. I got you. It. I thought you meant the stuff no. that uh, um, um, Steve Carell improved for The Office. No. Which is very few of what I'm learning from The Office Ladies podcast. Shout out to that. Go listen to that if you love The Office. I remember this from the last time you were on. You also do. Yeah, you talk about The Office Ladies podcast. You on the payroll? It's so good. You on the payroll? I love The Office too I'm not much. saying I love I them, but I also Patreon support them. No, I, I don't. I actually will never well, do guys, that to anybody. You, you would, if, if, if I ever did anybody on Patreon, it would definitely be you guys. Aw. It's, it's, That's almost as good as I giving us your money. It. Exactly. I so I mean, but you know, I support you guys in other ways. Oh, like yeah. I, I don't hate you. So I mean, that's <laughs> that's support. That's, 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 that's I get support. It. I get yeah. that. Yeah. I will be like, hey, I was on this podcast. Listen to maybe this episode, but not the I, others. I don't even do that. No. So that's same, good. Yeah, so. yeah. When Ryan's Ryan Dimarest is not his name. It's actually Brian Fimarest. Mm-hmm. But he goes by that on the show, so nobody can track him. I got it. Because he wants to. He's so ashamed. Uh, my my history is so but now there you so go listeners red. look up Brian Fimarest that's, that's Ryan's real name 
<laughs> yeah. That's some good improv right there, let me tell you. That was very witty, clever, and made up on the spot. It was. Casey, what I wanted to ask you is... Wow. We're we're this deep in now, we can actually (laughs) move on from Crossroads. What did we actually watch? We watched Vegas Vacation. Yes. This is... Is it a National Lampoon's, or is this one just Vegas? I don't think... Is National Lampoon's in the title? Because I just... I've always ever referred to it as Vegas Vacation. I don't know. I would assume that it is a National Lampoon's. Yeah, look at it to make sure. I I would assume that it's official. Yeah, I thought it was. It's canonical. It's non-canonical. It's non. Are you trying to it's say more nautical? Canonical than a Christmas vacation too. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, yeah. and it's just listed as Vegas Vacation. Wow. Dropped uh. Film series. So it still is tied okay. into the National Lampoon's okay. Vacation film series. Because Van Wilder is Van Wilder, but that's also it's National, also National Lampoon's Lampoon. yeah. Van Wilder. Yeah. So, yeah, we watched Vegas Vacation because, mostly, really, we couldn't find fucking Crossroads anywhere to watch. And you guys have been watching the Vacation movies for the last, well, like, three and days. it does sort of tie in. It is, in, it is sort of a rom-com. Way more on the comedy side. But he does learn, like, he loses Beverly D'Angelo and then gets her back. It's not so on the nose. Yeah, because it's so farcical that yes. there's no rom in this movie. Yeah, he yeah for sure. There's definitely no romance. Yeah, there is no connection between these two. There is no spark. Yeah, they are Randy kind of funny. Quaid and his daughter have more of a spark than <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo and Chevy Chase do in this movie. Yes. And that's not weird or creepy. It's just no, the '90s, guys. Just, yeah. Well, it's also Randy Quaid. I love that. Like. And the early days, people were like, man, Randy Quaid plays like a trashy dude real well. And then we come to find out it's because he's a he's fucking a, trashy dude. He's a trashy dude. man. He is a very trashy individual. Oh, yeah. What did he get picked up for not too long ago? Like a tax evasion, and then he fled to Canada, and yeah. then him and his wife had sex on YouTube Live while he wore a Trump mask. Cool. And she wore a George Bush mask, and that got him banned on YouTube. Well, they were just recreating that famous scene of George is, Bush and Trump having sex, consensual sex. Yeah, it was in the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, Everybody knows yeah. that scene. Maybe he was wearing the Trump mask and the wife was wearing a Hillary mask. I know that it was too political. Irregardless. People, and they had sex on YouTube Live. But was it huge? Was it huge? <laughs> huge? Was it huge? Eugene. Huge. Eugene Levy? Eugene Oregon? I'm interested all of a sudden. You like Eugene Levy? His eyebrows are the yes, shit. Yes, because I think he'd be like Woody I'm Allen not- in the middle of it. He'd just be like, oi vey, like m- this. Have either of you two I watched Shit's Creek? Um, yes, it's fine. I've I don't love it. I've seen parts of an episode. A lot so of no. people <laughs> really like it, but I'm with you. I'm like, yeah. this is middling. I could yes. watch it if I couldn't watch anything else. Yes, I, I tried. I remember what I saw. I did not feel any, like, a... Uh, attraction or um um what am i trying to say uh, affection connection connection you felt the nothing. characters yeah you were not displeased. care about them yeah. you weren't pleased that's you were displeased you were not pleased sir I, I i felt that way exactly too it's it, it but I did not like care. you everybody's losing their fucking minds, minds over it. it i felt it's so I, so Shit's many Creek. reviews i've heard they say like it's the best comedy on tv and it's like not. all the shit it's like have uh-huh. you seen Arrested Development? 
Well, like, years. people were saying this about Broad City, too. And, like, I'm like, Broad City's not the best on TV, it's but, like, the, I see fantastic. what you're saying. There's something special here. I still really like Broad City I a lot more. I don't see that in Shit's Creek at all. Not at all, no. No. Fuck no. And it's not bad. It's not groundbreaking. Yeah, it's just, yes, it's not. It, it seems honestly, pretty by the numbers. You take rich people, put them in the poor Midwest, and I was going to say, yeah, they it, don't feels like, it. it feels like a, a lesser Arrested Development. It's the you reverse up Beverly Hillbillies, sure. yes. essentially. Yeah, yeah. And it's Riches to Rags, which yeah. is... I guess fine. I guess we're in as a collective, like a let's laugh at the rich uh, mindset right now. And that's why this is doing well. But for me... It just feels kind of basic. Yeah, it's very basic. Kind of easy. Yeah. Softball, it's low, softball low jokes. hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. Low hanging fruit. I don't, I don't know why I repeated what you said. I was going to yes. say something witty, and then I didn't. So low hanging. That's fruit. okay. I was going to do a Eugene Levy bit where all I had was oy vey. Well, <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> a little. I think uh, a, a smidgen. Yeah. How? Because he's a Jewish man, and you said your default to go to is oy vey. It's a phrase. Yeah, it means, uh, it's, that's kind of like, Have oh, you ever man. heard if I had like say a oy German, vey? If I had a German accent or an impression, I'd I mean, also go to, yeah. like, Guten Tag. But have something. you ever heard Eugene Levy actually go, oy vey? Probably. This is fair. Right? <laughs> all right, you're, you're all right. That I is feel fair. Like I, just, <laughs> I feel like I just did with Ryan's impression. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Let me phrase like you. I was doing an impression of a dumb person <laughs> Wait, doing the impression so, of Eugene Levy. So based on my previous one, I said that's Casey doing the Jeff Goldblum impression. So who's dumb in that equation? I'm not saying Casey's dumb. I'm saying an ignorant person would have said Eugene <laughs> Levy is saying oy vey. And so like that's why I'm super deep, guys. <laughs> I'm... Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck. Ryan, please give me a synopsis of Vegas Vacation. <laughs> All right. So, like, yeah, the, go pee. The Griswolds are back. And in this adventure, uh, we have two new children. Uh, they're the same children, Russ and Audrey, but they're played by new actors. Uh, and the goal is Clark and what's the wife's name? Ellen. Ellen. Clark and Ellen are maybe feeling a little bit estranged from each other. Maybe a little bit of the essing, empty nest syndrome happening. The, the seven-year itch, although it's the 20-year itch, because it's yeah, the 20th like, they've anniversary. They've been going on forever, but they're having maybe marriage woes. Yeah, sure. Maybe things aren't spicy like they used to be. They've got to heat things up. So, Although, I don't know if I agree with that, because at least in two times in this movie, both these characters are super sexually charged, and for the most part, the other party is in agreement. Yes, they just don't communicate well. Yeah. It's, which is, it, it's the whole Clark gets comedy of errors. Yeah, he gets wrapped up in the yeah. glitz and glam of Vegas and totally falls into uh, betting, th- betting the farm, essentially. The gambling trap, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. He thinks, you know, he gets into the hole, and so he's got to use more to get himself out of the hole, but all that does is eventually dig you deeper yep. into the hole. Yep. It's, so It's the trope of gambling. Yeah. Instead of recommitting to his marriage and doing all of that, he gets wrapped up in gambling, and lo and behold, a Wayne Newton appears. A Wayne Newton type. A who's, wild Wayne Newton appears. Who's played by Wayne Newton. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Wayne Newton wins the eye of Ellen uh, very easily and becomes maybe the third wheel 
the competing interests to spark some competition to help make Chevy Chase see the error of his ways. Because Wayne Newton is enraptured with Beverly or yes. Ellen. Yeah. It's played by Beverly D'Angelo, who is mm-hmm. still looking good in this movie. I agree. Yeah. Um, Completely agree. But yeah, so Wayne Newton is smitten with Ellen. And then, therefore, Chevy Chase has to, you know, eventually make the choice between gambling and Wayne Newton. It's a hard choice. Yeah, I mean, uh, why not gamble with Wayne Newton? Why couldn't they have struck up a... <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just do a Devil's Three-Way. Yeah, I mean... Ellen would have been into it. Yeah, or he- Is it Helen? It's Helen. No, it's Ellen in the movie. Is it Ellen? It's Ellen. Yes. Okay. I can never remember. But, uh, yeah, they kind of, uh, so while this is happening with Clark and mm-hmm. Ellen, Rusty, what does Rusty get into, Casey? Well, Rusty wants to gamble, but we find out at the beginning of the movie that both the kids are obviously under 21. Because Barely, like, we know they are under 21. We know they're under 21. We don't know how they are. We know they're un. They're under 21, but above 16. Or around that age, yeah. they can drive. Yes. Because they... Spoiler, they drive at the end of the movie. We'll get to that. But um, uh, Rusty wants to gamble and can't get in anywhere. He gets a fake ID off of this guy off the street who um, is also played by Kyle. Artie, the strongest man in the world. Off of Pete and Pete. Off of Pete and Pete. And, and he uh, also is the voice of Cotton Hill. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the voice of Cotton Hill and King of the Hill. Right. So check out our King of the Hill show on Patreon. Give us that money. Just check out Greg Daniels in general. Yes. (laughs) Anything he's ever done is great. Because he was also involved in The Office. Absolutely. Aurora Borealis. (laughs) Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. (laughs) He was on The Office. No, he wasn't. I wish he was. (laughs) That'd be great. That would have been a great cameo. Yeah. They got literally everyone else. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we digress. <laughs> um, Russ wants to gamble, can't. Um, but he eventually gets a fake ID. The first one backfires because he is given the ID of a black man from yeah. New York, New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he goes back out there. He's like, hey, give me my 10 bucks back. And the guy says, no, here, just hold the sign. So he pops his head through a hole. And get- so the, the dude that sold him the first ID, who is Artie, is wearing like a sandwich board. Yes. Advertising all of these other touristy things you can do in if Vegas. If you've ever been to Vegas, you yeah. know exactly what these people do. The helicopter tours, you know, damn tours. They give you all Ladies, the Ladies, we got oysters. Yeah. He's well, asking. Not, not that, but. He did say that, though. That was one of the lines. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It was. It was a dumb throwaway line, but it That's stuck with me. <laughs> Where would he have had oysters from? Just I don't know. Because he goes to the buffet and grabs yeah. a handful. <laughs> it's fucking... Anyways. Anyway. So, so Russ goes back to him and he's like, hey, man, I want my 10 bucks back. And he's like, I'm not done with you yet, kid. So he gives him the sandwich board and like part of it flips over. Yep. And, it's, and a, it's a square for like the bottom part of the picture and the license. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is pop his head through. But when they take the picture, he's got his hand... I mean, obviously, this is me just paying too much attention to detail in a movie like this. But he's got his hand. He's holding it from the bottom. So it's covering up some of the numbers on the license. And yeah. there's it's something hanging off the side. It's one of those movie magic side. things. Exactly. That, yeah. But anyway, he gets this it's fake ID. It's also a comedy, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's a far, far more forgiving Exactly. It's, and yeah. it's great. It's a great <laughs> little bit. But, you know, they take the picture. He gets a fake ID. And he goes in and he gambles his ass off and does very well. Rusty is... The complete polar opposite to Clark in this movie. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that Russ 
is a winner and he's enjoying everything that Vegas has to offer. He's getting smoothed and boozed and wind up and women are throwing themselves at me and, and he falls in with this crowd of like New Jersey mafia types. Whereas Clark gets an I so he does win at certain points, and I pointed out in very, this movie... Very, very early on. Early on. As soon as Cousin Eddie shows up, that's every time Clark starts losing. But it's And Eddie also, shows up quite often. Yes. <laughs> it's also tied into uh, the dealer guy, who is the dude from The Princess Bride. Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn, who is, again, just doing a great job in this movie. Fantastic character actor. Plays mm-hmm. smarmy. Just... Mm. Mwah. Chef kiss, like, perfectly. And uh, he becomes the foil of Clark Griswold, our eponymous anti-hero? Uh, he's a hero. He's just, like, a ne'er-do-well. He's he, a just, he doesn't know what to do. But he, he is altruistic. He is well-intentioned. He is there to renew his marriage. He is there to bring the family together. He's just... That is he's, nice he's a like, nincompoop. He's and all stupid. The Clark- Griswold National Lampoon movies. Like, at the end of the day, he wants to, like, do mm-hmm. what's best for his family. Yeah. He wants to bring them together. He, he wants the have nuclear a good to family. Go about it. Yeah. I always took these as, like, the exaggerated Looney Tunes versions of, like, Leave It to Beaver. True. Like, the just the real ramped up, like, the most tropey version you could find I of Leave It to Beaver. As and that's, out of all of them, these too, characters. this is the most Looney Tunes of the Chevy Chase vacations. Yes, I agree. To a degree, like I, I mean, agree, there are some crazy things in Christmas where, like, he zips down the hill super fast. Sure, man, I and tried so many years to ride a trash can lid because of that movie down a hill. It did not do never anything. Worked. Near. Never worked. No, ah, uh, I would have believed it. I've never tried. He it also sprayed his with his new super secret, like, like yeah, water repellent. Yeah, and that's why it. Mm. It's uh, but this movie too. It's it still plays on this nuclear family. Mm-hmm. The the father who's the breadwinner, the wife who's the stay at home mom, two kids. Just going on a family vacation. Yeah, man. Trip cross country from Chicago <laughs> to <laughs> Las Vegas. Yeah, they are. Oof. I did point out too. They're on a massive plane for this. Not a very far trip. It's like I think a four-hour flight, and they're on like a fucking seven forty-seven mm-hmm. with multiple bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't get that nowadays unless you're going international. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you get the big planes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did fly from New York to California once, and that was a long flight, and they had a big plane, but they're moving a lot of people. Long makes rare. sense. Yeah, longest flight was Chicago to Hawaii. You I did feel- that flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what? you did go to Hawaii. How long? From, they left from fucking Chicago? Yeah, there was a straight flight from Chicago. It was pretty cool. But goddamn. Only, only about a nine to yeah, ten nine hour, hour flight. flight. I wouldn't say that's too, too bad. It's not bad. Still, it's no uh, Korean flight. <laughs> yeah. 16, what is that, a 16 hour flight? I think it was. Uh, without any layovers, about 16 to 18 Ooh. hours. Yeah. But. Because our companies were so cheap, they buy the ones with the longest layover. Yeah. So you're looking at maybe 36 hours travel times at times. Like you'd get to Japan and then you're in Japan for 10 hours. Then you oh travel to New York and then you're in New York for eight hours. And it adds up. It was rough. A lot of airport sleeping. I think my longest time in the air was 13 and a half from 
Korea back to say, LA. That's about yeah. Because of the rotation of the Earth and mm-hmm. shit, it takes a little mm-hmm. longer. Going there, I think it was like twelve. Yeah, yeah. But coming back is always a little longer. Um, Vegas vacation and winds. You know, get man. the winds too if the winds are just right. Vegas fuck? vacation. Where are we at in it? Well, well we, you, we've you, been skipping around. You've done. You've done a, <laughs> yeah, you've done a good summary of kind of talking about I, the the yeah. kind of context and framing of the movie. So let's talk about uh, characters and comedy bits, huh? Okay, let's start so with Chevy Chase. You want to start with How, Chevy? Like or he with is Chevy. He's the he's the he's the, he's the linchpin. Yeah, right. I think he is the the most pivotal figure of this <clears throat> movie. Does he work for you guys? I still think yes. As the Clark Griswold As Clark character, Griswold absolutely. There's no other Clark Griswold. Yeah, he's perfectly encapsulated in it. It's still Chevy Chase just doing it. Yeah. And Maybe could see Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, in that he's role. at the same time. I would have liked Maybe. to have seen him as like a grandfather figure in one of these. Honestly, that yes, that, that would have been a good cameo for him. Ed Helms was a fucking mistake. Yeah. I think Jason Bateman would have been okay. Jason Bateman would have been really because good to he play can kill, straight. He can kill the deadpan yep. delivery like and Chevy also, Chase like, can. The, the weird thing, like Chevy Chase is a great physical actor mm-hmm. which is yeah which i honestly i would not of. have i would not have accredited him to that and yeah. then i was seeing some stuff today i was like oh he does do some He's stuff that I, I forgot about good expressions too. yeah he, he knows yes. how to work yes. on and Absolutely. he can do over exaggerated but they still fit in but you're mm-hmm. you're wrapped into it you're like oh i know exactly what he's going through here it's it's a lot of nice stuff that chevy chase does it does suck he's such an asshole yeah yeah apparently that we know yeah. about now because yeah. even like in community, I love him in community, but I know everyone else fucking hated him. He's just yeah. a, apparently a terror to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause he fucking plays that part in community perfectly. <clears throat> Which to be fair is the sort asshole. of Chevy Chase. Probably, <laughs> yeah. probably him just coming in and <coughs> phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is I, I think uh, sad, but yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think he still works really well. Yeah. in Vegas Vacation. Uh, what What is your favorite scene with Clark? Hmm, it's an interesting question. Does anybody have one mm. that they want to go with right away? I wouldn't um, mind thinking on it for I a mean, second. Just Just the interaction with him and uh, Clint Howard. The it's entire not Clint Howard. I know yeah, it's yeah. not Clint Howard. It's Clint <laughs> Howard's cousin. Yeah. We talked about this. What was his name in the movie? Marty. Mar- like Marty, Marty, the, Marty the, the dealer that it, is Clark's foible. His rival in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked the interaction between them. That was a really good interaction. Was, uh, yeah. They established it early on and it kept coming back to it. And even at the end when he, not necessarily the end end, but near the end, he know, he knows that it's not good. He just goes back. He can't, he can't not play at that <laughs> table. Yeah. Like you said, when we were watching it, he's Clark Griswold's so alpha male yeah. that he has to go he back and try and prove that. He can't admit that he's lost. Yeah. He has to win. And he was so excited when he got the push. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he was like I, didn't I, didn't I didn't lose. I didn't lose. <laughs> um. So. I think one of my favorites is when they're having breakfast the first day and Ellen says, all right, Clark, go to the bathroom, but don't gamble on your way. <laughs> and it's this one really nice, it's not a warner, but it's presented as a warner, <laughs> where we follow Chevy Chase, get up from the booth, yep. walk over, turn a corner, walk up to a roulette table, lay 50 bucks down, immediately lose, and, and then come back, back to the to table the- and try to play it off like nothing happened, like yep. he didn't just lose $50 yep. Yep. in like 10 seconds. And he goes through, again, his body language and all these emotions that he's just bringing to the screen without even saying anything. It's just, 
It's great, great character work. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, buddy? Any of them jump into mind yet? Here's the thing. None of them are. No? Which maybe is saying something, but like I don't have anything that screams best that he did here. Yeah. I'm thinking out and like, yeah, that's that's good. What you probably said, the, Casey, probably the you said is also good, but yeah, I, I think it's just the 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 smaller facial reactions, like his reactions that get me here more than any bit. No. Sorry. That's super right. disappointing, that's but no, yeah, it's uh... not coming to me. <laughs> well, let's move on to Clark's lovely wife, played by Beverly D'Angelo. I think in this movie, compared to most of the others, she's had more to do. I think Beverly D'Angelo is kind of regulated to the doting housewife in most mm. of these movies. Well, she was she was noticed. <clears throat> she in was this, no, and that, in that's what movie. that's what yeah. makes her stand out a little more. We get a little more of Ellen's backstory and like kind of. More of her wants and desires. Mm-hmm. And most of the other movies, she's just there to prop Clark Though, up and to be his sounding board. I'll put a pin in that real quick. What what do we know of her desires in this movie? We don't know anything other no. than... Well, she just knows she, she has a hard-on for Wayne, Wayne Newton. Newton. That's because it. But she's like, not we, getting the attention from Clark. Well, I, we don't mm. know that necessarily. She That's, may just have yeah. a hard-on for There's, Wayne Newton. I would There's say like that could thing, be like, maybe inferred at best, but yeah. that is clearly like the script never calls attention to like, anything she never more than unhappy. surface level. Just yeah. like, oh, she's caught the eye of like a fellow beau. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is also Wayne Newton being Wayne Newton. Which is really funny because as you two put it on the couch, you do not see the appeal of Wayne Newton no. at all. Which is maybe is it is it intentionally funny, like somebody being super attracted to like Richard Simmons no, or something? I've heard for a lot of like it's not a secret that a lot of women are into Wayne Newton. Okay, I mean there's is just this, something is, about so his it, face. This is this it's, is the thing. It, it's something like that, and you know he's chicks, widely accepted as like being but like a not, sex symbol for women. But it's mostly like middle aged married women. The same thing it's with like something. Neil Diamond. Like he's he's a thing with like middle aged white women. I know. I'm with you. Ah. We could have totally watched Saving Silverman. I enjoyed that movie. I don't like that movie. Mm. I'd be curious to see how. I it thought came it was funny. On. I think it's gonna be real shit when I revisit it. Yeah, it's it is, man. Because I'm I didn't like it even when I like garbage like Road Trip. And I remember Wait, loving the Neil Wait, Diamond like, stuff. You don't like Road Trip? I like the fact trip. that he had to Wait, get I'm butt thinking, implants to appease her. Is Amanda hilarious. Pete. It's Amanda Pete and Jack Black. And what's his face? Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. I love Steve Zahn. I think I think we have to revisit this at some point. We'll do it. It's not a stoner movie, sadly, but And Jason Biggs and Arlie Ermey. Eh, you take him or leave him. Arlie Ermey is a is a big get because he is why I love that movie. And he plays a gay man. I know. It's fantastic. And he's dead. And uh Amanda Seafried. Arlie no. Ermey? Who's who's the yeah. curly haired blonde? He did Arlie Ermey did die. Who's okay. the curly haired blonde from um Final Destination. The one that gets hit by the bus. I know who you're talking about, but I don't yeah, remember but that. But she's, she's the non-romantic interest. And uh, see, why do I know so fucking much about this movie that I don't even like? I can, I can, right now I can tell you everything that happens in that movie. I can tell you quite a bit too. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fucking flagpole in the chest and the, like the slow detail of like it just slowly waving as it's landed up Upon the man. Oh, upon the man. It's great. I don't know. 
Um, Vegas Vacation. Chevy Chase. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's good. He's good. I don't think it's like anything groundbreaking no, for Chevy again, Chase. I said like, this it's one not his very best. Tunes too. It was um, clearly just a movie to make some money. Throw, get 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 yeah. one out in that series. Yeah, it, but like very... we talk, no nothing but trouble, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. um, Fletch, like there, Three Amigos. There's so many great Chevy Chase movies, and this is. This is fine. I still enjoyed this it watching fine. it this time. We we were all I enjoyed kind of it. J- laughing yeah. at certain bits. Yeah, it's, there was, yeah. yeah. It's a well constructed comedy movie. I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a it has its parts. Good comedy. I would not say it's well constructed. There, there, there's it a is, lot of it is slap dash. Ob- yeah, obvious edits and just like uh-huh. oh hey we're in Vegas let's go to the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey we're in Vegas let's do yes. this bit. Yeah, but oh. I I don't want to disparage it. And be too mean because there are legitimately good things in this movie. Like we, you and I noticed, like that one shot, Where the vertigo he, shot. Yeah, it was really it, good. The camera like slowly pulls up and then turns to show like his disease and disorientation, like getting ready to climb something tall. That's like a really good smart art school shot. Like that is needless mm-hmm. in this comedy. You you don't need it. But it, it does a great job of conveying mm-hmm. emotion without doing anything. Yeah. And not even Chevy Chase is acting weird, but we get from it like, oh yeah, he's a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is there are some really good things here. What about fucking cousin Eddie? Let's talk about Randy Quaid a little. Well, bit. Well, I don't know if anybody had sex with him, but it's fucking cousin Eddie. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. <laughs> I bet his daughter did. That was a really oh, yeah. weird. That was really sexual. Char- sexually charged. On the mouth. Yeah, yeah, for like two seconds. I couldn't get over that. And then it made the whole Cousin Eddie uneasy from then on out. I was like, he that guy full-on lip kiss his daughter. He shows up and he's greasy as fuck. <laughs> he's like sweaty and yeah. greasy. He's it's like, it's a good gr- thing you guys got air conditioning in here, Clark. It's a hot uh, one so, there. So, yeah. so can we agree that Cousin Eddie, uh, Dennis Quaid, carried this movie Randy harder Quaid. than... Sorry, sorry. Not Dennis Quaid. Randy Quaid, sorry. Yes. Yeah. He carried the movie harder than Chevy Chase in some parts? I, his, his comic I agree. Relief. I feel like he tried a lot more than Chevy Chase. Yeah. I feel like he was definitely the funnier character well, in he this movie. I mean, he's mm-hmm. always the funny in, in the you know, Clark series. Is, but especially he, when he compared to Eddie, showy he's, stuff too. he's way more straight man. We're supposed yeah. to identify with Clark in these right. situations. But yeah, Randy Quaid. Well, here's certainly, did you uh, did you identify with Clark in a lot of the situations in this movie? Because I feel I like that's where like, I got lost here. Here's the thing: like, I don't identify him with him now because I feel like maybe it's because I grew up with these movies. Like being a kid, I still always see Clark Wiz- Griswold as a dad mm-hmm. and not as myself. That's yeah. fair. You don't you don't see, you can't relate to yeah. him as a as an. Uh, as an equal, you relate. You always see him as a dad, yeah. Like, like father. I would, I would add a qualifier to say out of touch dad. Oh yeah, yeah. He's of always out yeah. of touch, and but that's I why like I cannot relate to all him those because dads in those era of movies were. But out of yeah, touch, so that's so. the satire. Like I clearly get where they're going, but like it's not something I identify with because right. but you he do, clearly you don't identify with your dad. Yeah, so I don't identify with Chevy Chase. If yeah, anything, I'd, I'd identify with Russ more than anything. And I think maybe we're supposed to as the yeah. younger, like we would. But be so like that's Russ. like where, but the movie it's really wants us to identify through Chevy the lens Chase. of Chevy yeah. Chase, yeah. and we're supposed to like really root for him and Beverly D'Angelo when this entire movie he's like 
fucking off with like gambling obsessed with everything but her like ogling any woman he fucking can the woman in this goddamn movie yes it's like it's so absurd and then we're supposed to be like oh yay you had this reunion at the end because you crashed through wayne newton's house (laughs) and made a fucking scene you kind of piece of shit. But I, I don't relate to this that, character at all. But is that not rom-com to its heart? Like there, This is where you and I disagree, because I think you have a very cynical uh, view of rom-coms, my, and what you yeah, think and yeah. are describing as rom-coms is only the bad rom-coms. So, so, yeah, my idea of rom-coms is always that, like, these dude and this chick have an obviously chemistry slash tension, yes. and something brings them together... But it's through deceit from the gentleman's part, most likely. And in the last 15 minutes, the girl figures out his deceit and wants nothing to do with him. And then the last five minutes is the man, like, going above and beyond to prove, like, uh-huh. none of that mattered. I still love you more than anything. Yes. I have to be with you. And the girl says, yes. Here's the thing. You've clearly not seen any rom-coms past in the mid-90s. Probably because not. everything you're describing yeah. are rom-coms from, like, the 80s to mid-90s. It is. But I they have disagree. evolved so much from that that that's not the case. But you still like that those type, too, right? I like certain ones. And even then, I have to have a huge, huge nostalgic, like, bind to it. Like, John Cusack movies I love. Sure. But I go back to say anything... And I watch say anything. I'm like, that guy's fucking a weirdo and he doesn't deserve anything that he's getting here. He's going about this all wrong and it's fucking weird. It doesn't work anymore. But there is so like, I grew up with that movie. I enjoyed the beats and I still have fun with it. But at the same time, like it, it doesn't, I don't know. Have you guys seen it? It doesn't hit the rom-com beats going on 30. That's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good no, rom-com. I've seen that 13 one, Ghosts. And that, I think... <laughs> 13 Ghosts is terrible. That's a great rom-com. I fucking hate 13 Ghosts so I much. I agree. But that I think that dispels your trope. Everything you just described about what you expect from a rom-com, I totally that movie get, does not do. It still feels tropey to me, though, which is weird. Maybe it's just the way that all rom-coms are shot. Well, yes. I think there is a cinematic language to rom-coms, and I will give you that. But I think script-wise and character-wise, there are huge differences. But yes, you can feel like the formulaic editing. Like, at this point in the movie, we are here. At this point in the movie, we are here in the yes. relationship. And we've yeah. got to get to here. That's and 100% minutes, yeah. true. Yeah. How about uh? And I think Britney Spears' character really captures that in this it's movie. Fun. I was gonna, but not, not as Britney much as Spears, Spears man. man. Uh, I'm gonna say Audrey pretty thick in this movie. She's a little thick. Audrey's all right. She's. I mean, I agree. I wouldn't say she's thick, but she I like her quite a bit. This is my favorite Audrey. I think I still like yeah. the other one too. Um, you don't at all. What's I, her name? Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis. I like her in Christmas Vacation. She's playing that part better. This is supposed to be fun, loose, hot Audrey. which The whitest white girl Audrey. She does have the whitest dance moves of all time. Ironically, not the whitest of the actresses, though. No. no. But the most white dancing. Oh, it's really bad. It's Nobody knows to how to dance in this movie. No, not I think Vicky too, doesn't know how to dance. None of the nobody knows how to dance. I think a big movie. part of that is because this is one of those movies where like it's very studio shot driven. So mm. there's no music playing when they're actually dancing. So they're just like, yeah, just do something and we'll make it work. 
And what that's what why kind they, of music are we going to be dancing to? Uh, we don't know. Just, just, just dance just, around. Just move your hips. Just so move your hips, I'm Marie. I'm doing this little <laughs> arm shake thing, yeah. and it's pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Oh, these club scenes. Shaffer movies where it's very obvious there's no music. Um, I don't know. We're, I guess we can wrap up here. I want to see, of the four main vacations, where would you guys rate this one? Casey, you first. There are four vacations. So there's vacation, there's European vacation, there's Christmas vacation, I've and never seen, Vegas. never seen European, don't care to. Well, I will tell you, I can guarantee right now, European is both the bottom for me and Ryan. So out yeah. of the three, probably Christmas. Christmas is your top? Yeah. Okay. Pretty consensual, pretty common. I, it's It's a good movie. Okay. And then, number two? Vegas. You like Vegas? Yeah. Okay. That's that's not a bad ranking, man. And then so regular vacation and then the one you've never seen, yeah. but it would still be in the bottom. Yeah. I'd probably probably uh, Vegas and regular vacation are probably interchangeable okay. really. So both Ryan, of what about second, you? third spot. Uh I would say the first vacation's my top. Yeah. Then Christmas. Then Vegas. Then European. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really like a lot of the stuff in European Vacation. It's really bad, man. Yeah, Vegas Vacation does get a little bit too cartoony at times. Like, Randy Quaid getting drunk and then falling, like, flat on his back. <laughs> yeah. Like, when he finds out how much Clark's yeah, lost. There's a little bit uh, too much broad comedy that doesn't quite land for European me. European also is the only one that doesn't have better. Cousin Eddie. Yeah, well. Right? I don't, that I don't might be right, yeah. yeah. You might be right on that one. Which isn't why it's my bottom. It's no. not the like. I think you can have a a cousin Eddieless vacation movie and be fine. But I just don't think the gags or like the set pieces are really anything interesting no. in your European they're, they're vacation. They're really bad. At, the only one that I very obviously remember is he gets stuck in a roundabout because those were you've never seen a roundabout in America in the seventies or the early eighties. Mm-hmm. So he gets stuck in that, and then. He gives somebody their camera to take a picture, and they steal his camera in Europe. Yes, that's right. Oh, and he meets the queen, and it's very bad. Oh, I see. It's wait, and they knock over Stonehenge. It's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're bringing up stuff, and it might be even broader than Vegas Vacation. It is. It's not a good one. Europeans easily the bottom. Um, for me, you? I think I'm I'm very similar to Casey. I think Christmas is my number one. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of that is nostalgia. I watched that every exactly. year with my dad, exactly. so that's kind of our thing. <sighs> I think I like Vacation regular more than Vegas, but it's like Casey too. It's also pretty close. I really enjoyed this movie this time. Mm-hmm. I was laughing out loud at points, and I've seen this movie yeah, a couple times. Yeah, it's, it's it's dumb. It's, it's yeah, of it's, course, it's but funny. it's yeah. it's not dumb. Stupid, no. like something like "Dude, where's my car?" No, it's more. It's a lot more slapsticky. It's a lot more cartoonish. Yeah, I don't okay. mean I don't mean dumb in the actual dumb sense of it. Like it's, but it's, I, I totally agree it's with dumb you. Dumb comedy. Like, yeah, it is <laughs> dumb. It's not like yeah. highbrow fucking humor. Right. Chevy Chase is a physical comedian. Yeah. Like, See, things just happen. Yes, at some point for plot, Clark like, Griswold's hanging off the Hoover Dam on a rope because funny. Yeah. And, and also and there's, a door, it's, there's it's a door there's a door a door of nowhere yeah, yeah. It, it's that a dumb anybody comedy. can open and fall out of the fucking dam of course 
But it's, that's that suspension of disbelief, because, yeah. of course, it would happen to Clark W. Griswold. Um, yeah, and I will say, unlike other movies, if anything doesn't work here, it quickly moves on. It doesn't linger yeah. long on anything. Which so is also some, a great if a benefit. If not working for you, it gets on with it Like, the Siegfried and Roy bit was probably, in my opinion, the weakest part of this whole fucking movie. I, I didn't like the buffet and all, like, the wet foods Randy But that's Quaid just because it eating. makes you uncomfortable, which yeah. I think that scene is supposed to do. Absolutely. It does, but uh, that kind of humor, I'm just like, wants, all right, come on. Give me a little cousin, bit of the yellow. Who wants Cousin Eddie in their that's buffet? A, right. Uh, if and if it's a place that he loves, like that's ah, probably kind of a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a ranking system for this movie. It's in a scale of one out of four free cars. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I want to know where you'd rank Vegas Vacation, Casey. I'm gonna give it a, a solid two out of four cars. So average, it's pretty middle of the road for okay, me. I okay. mean, like great for the time. Like that probably was pretty funny in '97 stuff, but uh, I don't know. Like it, uh, I didn't die laughing in any parts, but I also laughed at parts. Sure, so sure. I'm gonna give that a pretty middle of the road. Two out of four. Ryan, what about you, buddy? I'm right there with you. A two, two out of four. Okay. Yeah. I I'd give it like maybe just like a slight nudge over like maybe if, another tire two, two and a quarter if, yeah yeah <laughs> like if the the grading scale was larger like it might get like a little bit of a nudge two, but two and a yeah. tire and a spark plug and a- <laughs> <laughs> I think you nailed it though yeah it's what you said it's like there were parts that were funny but like I never died laughing I didn't think anything was like brilliant but like there were things that were like that was clever it, it's a movie of Ups and downs and things that work and things that don't. Sure. Definitely an entertaining way to spend an hour and 30. Yeah. It's it's tight. Does it oversay its welcome? Mm -hmm. I I can't complain. I think I'm going to buck the trend a little bit and go a little higher. I'm going to say three out of four cars. Just because. Thought you might. I I did enjoy it. I could tell you. We could stop this podcast right now. I could go put Vegas Vacation on again, and I'd still have a good time. Right you, now, you have been for the probably. past couple days. We have watched a lot of them. They've been kind of going through in a cycle. So they clearly like it's one that you can watch on repeat and not necessarily yeah. get sick of. You it's just got, go, it's, it's got, got some funny. legs on yeah. it. Like I wouldn't want to start Neighbors again immediately, like the Seth Rogen vehicle. Can't yeah. Well, here's the here's why, and I'll tell you why. Because Neighbors is actually saying something, whereas Vegas Vacation, you can Should turn be, on yeah. and you can tune it the fuck out for most of it. For and the most part. turn in for like, oh, Chevy Chase is plugging holes in a dam. Great. <laughs> and and that, then you can tune out again. That is very, very Looney Tunes. Though. It is. But, but yeah. You can tune out of it. It's not an important, like, grab your attention no, movie. No. Totally agree. And I, so I get it. I get um, it. But yeah, man, I got nothing else to say, and I want to get on to this other thing we're doing. And then we're going out to dinner tonight, boys. Yeah. Yeah, we going to get steak. <laughs> are we getting steak? I hope I so. Mean, are we we are now. <laughs> yeah, sure. We're going to cook them ourselves. <clears throat> Let's go to the Randy Quaid buffet in Vegas, guys. I want some of the okay. yellow. How dare I like you should go for the blue. I would have gone for the, the blue. Yeah. I, I mean, I love blue, but I would not have gone for that. A blue meat. <laughs> like, blue chi- oh, sorry. This is the chicken. That's the beef. <laughs> I I may have gone for it. Just to see. I don't know. I don't really like buffets in general, though. Are you I think because disgusting. of the germs that and just I don't like the I don't know. How Everything do feel- just sort of sits. Yeah. Yeah. 
How do you feel about the Golden Corrals and their chocolate fountains? Uh, Never I, do a chocolate I, fountain. I haven't been to a Golden Corral uh, in over 15 years. I would probably get to the Golden Corral. I would never do a chocolate fountain. Yeah, They've never, got chocolate never. fountains. I know they do. It's, the it's bad enough that you do their ice cream. Thing. Mm. Yeah, that really? Yeah. yeah. From the machine? Is, I mean, that is machine probably bad? rarely gets cleaned. I, don't, oh. I doubt that thing. Probably. It seems like such a cesspit of just yeah. blah. I believe it. I don't know. I can't speak to that on... You know any certainty, but <laughs> I mean I believe it. I Let's believe just it. speculate wildly, anyway. Yes. I mean, isn't the Bedford Golden Corral the best Golden Corral in the nation? Best in the nation and the USA for sure. Yeah, that's a yeah. nation. Which? <laughs> Why? It's, it's, it's the best nation. It's the best nation. I'll tell you what, man. They got the biggest flag there. It's called America, not American. Not American. Man, you get in that buffet, you get as much shit as you want. And free ice cream. Swirl. What? You can get a cone or a cup. Or a plateful. A cone or a cup. It's fantastic. Sprinkles, too. Did I tell you, uh, are we ending this podcast? We are. We got to shut up, man. Oh. Well, uh, guys, uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and watch Crossroads and just tag that on to the end of this episode. Crossroads is going to happen, but it's not happening this year for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's say that. uh, Give your loved ones some smooches. Hope you get an HJ under the covers while you watch Vegas Vacation. Yeah. I mean... Watching Wayne Newton. Watch the first vacation because Beverly D'Angelo shows those boobies like three times, and that's all right with me. Yeah, I don't. Do you guys remember that website that was dedicated to uh, Mr. Skin? Yeah, (laughs) dedicated to like boob shots and movies. You know what is a fucking plot of Knocked Up is Mr. Skin creating a site to where the exact moment you could go to to see a celebrity's boobs. Kyle, I'm telling you, that is a rom-com you will love that bucks the trend. We should have done Knocked Up. Wait, you've never seen Knocked Up? Mm -mm. I keep telling him it's the rom-com he's gonna really enjoy. (laughs) We're watching Knocked Up. Knocked Up is great. It's fantastic. It's got some of my favorite quotes. Your face looked like Robin Williams' knuckles. I think I literally said that the last time I was on the podcast, but it's such a great great insult. I love that. Said by Seth Rogen. I love the the Canadian maple leaf flag. He's like, what's that stand for? It stands that I shoot straight. Yeah, straight into a dude's butthole. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's a good joke. There's a lot of good stuff there. The soundtrack, there's like, I don't know, the Wu-Tang Clan and stuff. Like, it's so... You would love this fucking movie, Kyle. Watch it, dummy. It's so good. You would love it. Paul Rudd is like the best I mean, I he's been Paul in. Rudd. So good. All right. Well, this has been Nerdy Thursday. <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> You're Ryan. Oh. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Casey. And we are... Digital cartridge podcast. <laughs> we are street pizza. The street Kate podcaster pizzas. The nerdiest street cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all you guys. Get better shows. Uh, uh, what? Oh, I went out hard. I'm going heel. Experience grind out. He's like Earth go hard. <laughs> be like damn Earth, Earth go hard. <laughs> Bye everybody. Fly with me, let's fly. Let's fly. Let's fly away